much notes that I didn't write or yeah. do anything for. That's typical, right? That's perfect. Zing. You, the, the I get more, picked on because I'm lazy and I don't do anything for this show. The more in the dark you are, the the better the the better the fucking jokes can be. So it look, works out. Um, I have one role here, and that's audio engineer. Make things sound good. Yep. Make it beautiful. Ah. I got my voice back. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. It was so bad. I that's recorded right. that. Th- I recorded those things, and then you guys were like, they sound like shit. And then I immediately like got laryngitis. I had no voice. My voice just came back like two days ago. Yeah. yeah it was like a, fuck, a full like eight days. Those recordings life. were super bad. <laughs> yeah, I was in a like, closet. <laughs> they were really bad. Well, you could tell because like tinny. there was all this like shuffling and shoving and that noise. That was my, I think that was the mic. I have one of those lavalier mics yeah. and I think it was the mic's issue. Yeah. Well, you're, just, you're better off just using the, the iPhone, iPhone mic. It sounds better anyway. That. Yeah. I don't know these things. For the future. Thanks. Just for I'll the can get it. I'll get it right next, next time. time. For the next time you have croup. Next time I have croup. I'm hiding in closets. <gasps> that was so bad. I um, I did one take. Oh my god. You're gonna have to mute that shit, Sean. It's muted. Fucking mute it. Oh my god. Um, I did one take, um, of that intro, and it went so overboard that I just ended up laughing hysterically at myself. <laughs> I couldn't use that take, but it That's was okay. It was pretty funny. That's okay. You used my words, and that was nice. It was like a yeah. It was like you were there. It was like I was there. But, but you had a sonorous and mellow voice. You think Scott would write it? I think he would have written it. Scott has actually done work for this program before. Those actually, I really, I think that so far the the funniest one was the was the halloween oriented one. Oh, oh yeah. my god that was, so, that was cool that was beautiful that, that was, was like good. two hours believe it or not of just like finagling and finding stupid samples online i believe it i believe you fell down a rabbit hole of samples yeah, and i did but it was great being upstairs uh cleaning and just hearing him laughing maniacally <laughs> just, yeah i believe that make it as corny Caught as possible hard so hard when it all started it was awesome yeah. a little redonk uh, who's doing the intro, the formal intro? Heather, how about you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime. I mean, okay. Welcome to episode 13 of Foul Mouths Podcasts. I'm Heather. I'm Scott. I'm Sean. On this episode, we're going to catch up on what we've been up to, talk about some bird news, and then we're going to discuss uh, citizen science as it relates to birding. Citizen fucking science. We've been thinking about doing this episode for some time. I think, because we often find ourselves lacking a guest, not because people aren't willing to come on the show, but because we're too either lazy to set it up or too busy to actually do it. fucking (laughs) adults. Yeah, it's hard. We have lives. Um, Yeah, well, I wouldn't go that far. I would just say that we're busy. I mean, (laughs) we lack the time. Yes. Even if we're not doing anything. We lack hours in the day, um, not because we're doing awesome stuff. But um, but we've been talking about this, I think, for some time because we've we have guests that come on that essentially this is what they do, yeah. right? And they volunteer their time. They are citizen scientists and naturalists, yeah, uh, and conservationists. And these are cool labels that 
we can apply to ourselves to feel superior to those around us. <laughs> to feel better about ourselves. Yeah. We lift ourselves up. That's right. It's important. And occasionally each other, but usually not. Not in this room anyway. No, no. no. Here it's all selfish. <laughs> Self-serving pieces of shit. That's what we are. <laughs> so, uh. like, so uh, what the fuck have you been up to, Sean? Oh, my fucking God. I had like this whole list of shit to talk about, but then I had a morning this morning. I, <laughs> I fucking I dropped my binoculars last night, oh. unbeknownst to me. They fell out of my backpack. Oh, no. oh. I put them in my backpack last night because I went to Pep Boys to get my tires uh, changed into winter tires so I don't die. That's your first mistake. Weird. And I, I don't trust the mechanics anywhere no. to not steal my shit. So I put my binoculars, which are my most prized possession, in my backpack to hide them. And I brought my bag inside last night, and apparently they fell out onto my garage floor. Oh. And I ran them over this morning. <gasps> oh, oh my God. no! I ran my fucking no. binoculars. Oh my God! When you went over it, what was the first thought? What the fuck was that? <laughs> oh no! Oh, and no. I watched my garage door slowly close. <gasps> oh! With my binoculars laying on the ground, oh, and I put my car over. in park, and I cried a little bit oh my <laughs> and then I, I picked them up and thought maybe I could fix them but I can't oh so I called no. Nikon and they're in a box on their way to fucking Los Angeles wow. hopefully they'll fix them or replace them because I can't afford not to I can't afford to do that Ooh. so yeah, we're gonna have to have a GoFundMe for yeah your binoculars and so the fucking oh. worst part is I've had this crazy run of lifers right I've had so many good birds lately I have racked up like vagrants, so I've been like chasing birds. My, I'm pulling up my eBird list right now, so I can read off all of the good birds that I've just that I've gotten. Oh my god, I just I, I'm like emotional over this. Well, I mean, you had the same thing. We watched you break your binoculars Ooh. like two years ago. Yeah, and I was like, man, that really must suck. <sighs> it was like I fell while pregnant and the binoculars, and I was like, I didn't know what to be more upset about. Well, but James well, I, is fine. I, I seem to remember you just yelling, my binoculars, my <laughs> binoculars. And everyone around you who were all birders were like, her binoculars, oh no. <laughs> and then we put them on like a, a little tiny gurney, right? And then just walked them out. <gasps> I was so pregnant. It's so sad. Put a so thermometer in its I've mouth. In the last, like since November 2nd, I've gotten Pacific Slope Flycatcher, Greater White-Fronted Goose, Northern Sawwood Owl, Brewer oh, you Sparrow. got the saw wet finally. Yep, I did. With I got, Nick? No, I was by myself. Oh. Whoa. Uh, Brewer Sparrow, a Golden Crown Sparrow, and a Lacant Sparrow. Wow. Like four four of those fuckers are Western species. Yeah. yeah. I've never even heard of a Lacant Sparrow. Yeah, they're really pretty, like sort of Midwestern. They're kind of like Nelsons or Salt oh. so They have that like, nice... really pleasant accent. Yeah, yeah. They're, they have a nice accent. Yep. So, but, so all of this great stuff. And then I fucking ran him over. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. That's awful, I Sean. out of my bag. Oh, no. And I fucking ran him over. Oh, Do you think you're cursed now? No, Do you think, like, that I run don't. of luck is broken and no. you'll, like, not see anything ever again? I hope not. There's a Western Tanager in Torrington, Connecticut right mm. now. 
We're getting all these great vagrants because it's that time of year and fucking. Sean is literally chasing tail these days. I'm so sad. Bird tail. Bird tail. Um, unrelated, just quick note. It's the day before Thanksgiving and the Petersons are upstairs. Knocking stuff off of yeah. tables. Yeah, like cats. Yeah. You hear weird <laughs> yeah, noises. Right. We're not haunted. My dad's just like pushing glasses slowly off of tables <laughs> onto the ground. <laughs> and then so, just licking his hand. It's nice. <laughs> He's a lovely man. Just strange. Yeah. Strange affects. Um, um, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Oh I've just been God. crying. I had like all this built up like information because I got engaged. Like I did all this crazy stuff mm-hmm. lately. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You moved? I moved, got engaged. Got engaged. Saw all these great birds, but fucking breaking. Sean. Ran, running them over was Sean. the worst thing. Sean. Yeah. Are you pregnant? I'm not pregnant. Okay. Neither is Nicole. I was waiting for that. It's like because they always come in threes, right? So no, like the binoculars you moved, were you got, the third. Oh, that was the third. Yeah, breaking Ooh. the binoculars. I guess, mm, well, depending on how you feel about pregnancy, I guess. That'd be fine. Probably better for you not to be pregnant, though. It would be weird. I'm pregnant um, with food babies all the time. Awkward. <laughs> By the way, congratulations, you two lovebirds. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. Scott, uh, well, we Scott. appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Sean's got a lifer. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's Nicole. That's his fiance. That's my most recent lifer. Mm. Actually, it's not. Doesn't even. The like Sparrow was the most recent lifer. <laughs> Actually, I've <laughs> moved on. Um. So, I, what have you guys been doing? Because I don't want to keep crying. Um, I'm all out of tears. I've been um momming and businessing, um, and not really seeing many birds at all. Though mm. we did go. On a little jaunt this morning, and I saw some hooded mm-hmm. mergansers, which was nice because I haven't seen some in a while. And when we were at a playground, um, we randomly saw a bunch of warblers, and there was a black-throated green. But it took us forever to ID it because it's well, fucking this was, fall. Yeah, this was also Today? like no. no, this was oh. two months ago. <laughs> two okay. months ago. No, no, no. Okay. Two months ago. But we, we haven't, haven't done a banter episode in so long, so we actually even... never get to talk about ourselves. But ourselves. it was like. It was like he was playing, and then like I see like a warbler, like I just knew it, and on a tree, and I was like, oh, oh, but I have to watch my kid. But also, I'm pretty sure that's a warbler. That's awkward. You're yeah. like, hey, put put him down. Stop, stop it, stop it. You know, you're trying to get the ID, <laughs> but then like get to the van before the door closes. You know. <laughs> did he have Did he have wood chips in his mouth the whole time? Or um, well. He was on like there was sand, so. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Um, is that um? That's all I doing? got. Is that yeah. your news? That's okay. it. I'm, I'm my life. So let's see. Most recently meaningless. today, um, I was down at the reservoir, and um, walking. This is Lake Whitney, right above the um, waterfall at the the Whitney Waterworks. If, uh, you're, yes. if you're a townie. The old Mill River. And yeah, ye old Millie River. And um and walking down there we saw um Him and his mother. five or six hooded uh mergansers, which is cool because I haven't seen any yet this year because also like Heather I don't get out much. <laughs> um and uh a mute swan and a couple of mallards and then we crossed over to the other side and I saw three, then five, then eight wood ducks just chilling in one part of the water. And um, this is like probably 120 yards off. And then across um, the lake from them, I noticed some other 
ducks, and I thought they were mallards, and then the closer I looked, the more I realized they were wood ducks. So by the time I was done counting, and I had left that area like towards Whitney Ave to, to come back, um, I counted at least 50 wood ducks Jesus. in this one spot, just sort of broken up into these three big I don't think I've clumps. ever seen more I, than like 10 at a time. I've never, yeah, that had to be my max before this. I, yeah, I think the most I've ever seen is like 15 I, or 18 uh, in one shot. That's a lot yeah. of fucking I, I don't even know. I didn't even know they traveled like that. I didn't think they were like these giant flock birds unless they just all happened to, they were sort of in three clumps. Well, it was like but, Black Friday sales are coming up. Yeah, <laughs> they're just be staging it. for the right. sales. They're staging. They're getting ready to head up to Best Buy at midnight <laughs> on Thursday or whatever. Oh, that's just where they're hanging out. It's fine. They're just planning the attack. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I, so that was that was really wild. A um, couple of cormorants was basically it. And aside from that, like, uh, I was commenting to my um, dear sweet mother, who's also in town, um, that like, we just didn't get a lot of backyard bird activity uh, this fall. And she mentioned, too, that, that their their sort of count, their species count was lower this season as well, um, like you have to go further afield to, to get stuff. And I was just thinking, I mean, we had we had almost nothing in the backyard. We had no warblers. We had no, like we had nothing. Like I think we were, just... we were excited when the Junkos showed up. Yeah. <laughs> like James most of all, but like it's super like excited. It's been a weird fall. I think the, it's just so warm. Yeah. Things are moving real weird. Really weird, foods, like foods yeah. real weird for them too, from yeah. what I understand. So yeah, I think they're just up. not they're not flat. The, the, there was no mass movement to get the sort of saturation where they'd spread out to the point that like you would notice them. Right. I think it's just it's just started with the trickle. Some birds left by the calendar, and the other ones were like, nah, it's warm, we'll chill. I think I went on a couple bike rides up by my our new place, and there I saw like a few flocks of like yellow rumped warblers. Yeah, mm-hmm. but really not much mm-hmm. else. It was pretty quiet. It's the vagrant stuff is happening mm-hmm. now in Connecticut. Yeah. Like we're just getting weird, weird fall vagrants. Yeah, um, November through into December, it looks like we're gonna get all of our weird West Coast errant species and stuff. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I think f- climate change is fucking us up. I mean, obviously Wait, in every way. You got the grebe, right? Oh yeah, the widgeon. Widgeon. Why I gotta, do I always say, I got, think it's well? A... There were pie-billed grebes oh, okay. as well. So that day, right? There were there were a number of snowies, a great, a great blue, like a small family of pie-billed grebes, and then I think six or so widgeons. Which was cool. lifer for you? Which was a lifer for me, which oh, is cool. really cool. Nice. They're pretty. They are cool. Like I, I essentially was like Googling, you know, in the Merlin yeah. bird app. I was like, the fuck is duck, a blue white bill? bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, why? What is a, what is a duck with a white bill? And uh, that's it. So yeah, they're really, they're a really pretty bird. We'll have to see if we can get uh, an image. Otherwise I have some, they're blurry bird photos taken from far away. Mm. But we get um, your uh, Eurasian widgeons come through often, uh, mm. like annually in Connecticut as well. Okay. So that's another one you can, if you're yeah. ever if you're ever looking at a flock of widgeons, look real close because okay. occasionally we'll get like a male or a female that's like not that wouldn't typically be here. So mm. that's an interloper. a good one. Yeah, an interloper, mm. little shitheads. Mm. Go back to your own flock. Eat your own food. Well, um, come here. All of the, we want all of you to come here. Yeah. Come yeah. here, all of you. Bring all your of friends. You Bring all of your friends. Bring your friends and family, please. Anything. Um, Those Eurasian species. 
I see a squirrel ass out your yeah. window. <laughs> I just looked up out the window well, and there's a squirrel's assholes yeah. <laughs> winking at me. It's great. We um we are in the basement studio, so we are squirrel we are ass at squirrel level. level. Yeah, we are at ass level for the for um, gray eastern gray squirrels. James mm. has really been enjoying squirrels lately. Yeah, squirrels. Mm-hmm. So that's my fucking. That's our lives. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is where we're at in life. We're yep. pretty boring. Super boring. I mean, Sean's is definitely more exciting, but also terrible. So. Yes. But great, but also terrible. I, yeah. Congratulations, and we're sorry. <laughs> it's all tears In that all order. around. Yeah. Tears all Emotional around. Emotional roller coaster. I'm all out of love. Yep. I'm all out of binoculars. Well, uh, so that wraps up the news. Well, that was our life catch-up. Well, we news. haven't even touched on the news yet. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was the life catch-up. Sorry, to keep my this- bad. Uh, winter centric as we're closing in on the the saddest time of year. <laughs> the qu- quiet sunset today is at four twenty four oh, p.m. God, so yeah, we can't even celebrate with marijuana. Is mm. that real? That's real, Heather. That's at four twenty four. Legit information it needs to get down to. She's googling it right so now, it's just everybody. A celebration. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. So. What we've got, I think. So we were focusing on, like you were saying, focusing on some winter news. Yeah. Um. So I think we found a couple of good, funny news articles that are appropriate. Uh, have to do with the winter. I think you should go first because mine can segue. It's not even really well. Well, first we should just talk about some some. Bird Twitter drama. Yeah, bird Twitter drama is Uh-oh. awesome. Get, get that shit out of the way. Oh. Which is the soap opera that is Bird Twitter. Which uh insert police siren here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking bird police. Oh man. The fucking bird police. Led led the department's led by the Ward brothers. Oh, I think man. that Jason's probably been dubbed the captain. Um, Jeffrey is chief superintendent. Yeah, Jeffrey's definitely like head detective. Yeah, uh, the trap was amazing. I, it don't like it was really weird. It's almost in the same vein as that Stringer uh, situation that you talked about yeah. a while ago. Because it's yeah. just like, why would you do that? This so let's, we're gonna to hash it out. There's mm. a lady. She posts a video of a fe- of her like bird bath. And she's like, oh, look at this perula, like, bathing in the bird bath. And it was like, cool, it's a really pretty bird. And Jeff was really nice about it. He just says, oh, that's a really beautiful bird, but it's, you know, it's a yellow-throated warbler. It's a pretty, like, glaring mistake. Yellow-throated warblers are are really obvious compared to a perula. (laughs) You know, like, really different coloration. Aside from a yellow patch, like, under their chin, there's everything else about them is really different, right? I just... Before I knew, like, the whole drama, I just, like, saw the video, and I looked at it, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, not a, not not a parula. close. And so Jeff was super nice about it. Yeah, he was. And the lady comes back at him. She's like, I was waiting for you, the bird police. Like, oh. set this fucking- It was a honeypot. It was a super- It was a honeypot. Yeah, so she, she, like, put it out there on purpose to be, like- yeah. Well, well supposedly so mis-ID this said, bird, right? Okay. That's what she says, right? And she's in Florida, I think. So she said, she's like, that. "I know what a perula is, and I know what a yellow-throated warbler yeah, yeah, is." Yeah, yeah. Basically, just like I came for you, I set this trap. I set this trap for you. the bird police. Yeah, it was beautiful. I love that she's like, "We are sick of you. We've been like whoever these we is." I don't know who the we is. There's a royal we of people that are sick of being wrong 
and about told that they're wrong. Birds, I guess. Yeah. It's an interesting. It was. He, it was a really fucking weird trap to set. Like real weird flex. <laughs> like it would have just. It, yeah, weird flex, but, but okay. okay. Um, it would have been something that's just like you know, it could have just went away. But then she had to make it like that. There's like people uh-huh. who is who are sick of him uh-huh. and and. Is yeah. it men or just like just I don't know? Bird? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. It was really weird, and it, and then it blew up, of course, because he tweeted out the uh, he the screenshot. whole he like he tweeted the whole thing out. It was beautiful. Bird Twitter came out in full force. Apparently, there's lots of secret bird police because we're all everybody came out. Even a even a uh, a little known podcast was posting images of of bird police. Oh hell yeah, yeah. you yeah. know we're about to jump on board I with that. I could not Heather resist went crazy with photoshopping the, the, the blue jay was was absolutely sterling. It was, it was so gorgeous. It was quite well if done. If you look closely, you'll see that I actually like took a badge yes. and wrote bird, bird on, on it, it and I like Played with the embossing in Photoshop for like <laughs> really well much done. longer than I really should have. That was a lot of detail. This is why Heather doesn't have a life, right? She can't get out to go birding, but a couple hours in Photoshop <laughs> working was, on a bird badge. Okay, it was 10 minutes, but like, you know. It led to a lot of people getting blocked because she got she, fucking roasted. She went blickety block block. And, Oof, yeah. and it's just like, how? She's just some lady in Florida. Just why? All right. So, but the, the prevailing opinion, though, is that this wasn't really a honeypot. She just got called out and then pretended. Pretty sure that she was full of fucking shit. Okay. I, that's, I told her she was full of shit straight yeah. up. She, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I think she just f- fucked up. And didn't want to do. I don't know. I think it's so. We- I think the whole thing is so I think, weird. I think the thing that makes the honeypot scheme less plausible is that of of all of the birders that I know, I know nine birders. <laughs> of of all of those people, literally none of them don't care about bird ID. Right. <laughs> like none of them are like, I don't really care if I get it right. I just don't want to be corrected. Right. Like literally said no bird or ever. So I, this is what I think in my mind makes this like a really, yeah. I'm um, not interested impossible. in learning. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I just I think don't, it's a really pretty, image. I want to ID birds and I don't care what the bird is. I just want to put a name on it and put <laughs> it on the internet. Uh, it, was a weird, it was really weird, it's really but weird. it was a great excuse to use Photoshop. And it was a really, yes. really good day for just watching the whole world of bird just Twitter come up. together and just lay waste yeah. to this poor woman who thought maybe she was going to like get away with being full of fucking shit. But it's like not, not only that, but like just being a, dick about it yeah. like the problem Total wasn't dick. that she was wrong yeah, real big dick. the problem was that she hatched this like cover-up that was like way worse than the crime right yes. it's like it's like well the government right now <laughs> it's like the white house right now it's right? i feel May- like if she it seems just like, like the cover-up is is maybe even worse than whatever happened because it's yes. just so inept and terrible yeah. if she just said right? like fuck you like i i don't want to be corrected fine yeah we probably all would have been right. like wow all right right cool. whatever but nope yeah, but that there was like nope. this trap, and it was like you, I got you. Sick trap, lady, man. Real good, real sick trap. Um, we love you, Jeff. You were right. <laughs> you were right. Like literally, you were right. Like she was wrong, and you were right. May long live the bird police. The only mm. police state that I maybe we here at uh, Falmouth we fully support. support. I fully we support, support the p- bird police state. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> uh, um. So so, <laughs> so, 
So I read this really awesome article, and and like if you're like us. Everybody in in the Northeast were getting inundated with winter flocks, which includes, I think, my favorite winter bird, a lot of people's favorite winter bird, dark-eyed juncos. I love them. They're just so cute, and they're full of vigor, and they eat all the food, and... They're just so chubby. They're fun and chubby. Yeah, they're they like are. the first things out when it's negative 10. Yep. And they're just looking, they're stoked on life. And they're so round. They just don't even look aerodynamic. Real round yeah, They're just, yeah. yeah, they're really adorable. They're kind of like, they're kind of goth, yeah, but we, like pastel goth. We you know, get the like slate cute. ones. That's why they're goth, mm, right? Yeah. And some other, some people get the like pink sided and, mm. and the organs. And there's so many good subspecies and we get the goth ones mm. Heather, heather's stoked that mm. they're goth she likes the goth yeah um so my son enjoys them too he's he's learning words thanks to juncos he says junko though he <laughs> he mis-ids sparrows as juncos all the time I he mean, basically just says juncos yeah. i mean i like you're right but wait like there'll be sparrows out there and he'll still say junko because he doesn't say sparrow he but the thing junko. is when heather rightfully corrects him mm-hmm. he doesn't say I laid a trap for you, mom. <laughs> Boom. Sick of your bullshit. Sick of the bird Whatever, police. Whatever, mom. Get off you my back. bird police tendencies. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't say that. So um, there was this cool article on the New York Times uh, about Junkos being the fucking smelly kid in class. It was awesome. They're, so uh, apparently when birds are preening and stuff like that, there are oil glands like right at the base, right above their tail. And they are using that oil to do whatever the fuck they do with it, I guess. Probably help waterproofing and things like that with their feathers, right? But it's also apparently aids in communication. So they're saying, you know, like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not a song sparrow to song sparrows. Or, what's up, ladies? Like, Mm. smell my fucking oil glands and stuff like that. got some Um, primo junk butt right here. In that way, they're just like humans, right? This is how we use our oil glands. We're just spreading oil all over ourselves, right? So um, this... Scientists, I'm not going to get into the fucking. I'm not going to hash into the fucking details. You can but read this, the article. I'm not. I'm not going to read the article. All of you can fucking search for it. It was on 2019 November. I'll link to November, it on the episode. Science, bird smells, things like that. But turns out, it turns out instead of it just being oil that makes the smell, there's like this whole fucking microbial world that might that's like aiding in the smells and the coolest part about all of this this is what i took away from this this is what i really enjoyed about it because i'm fucking loser is that this is true research is starting to like look into it and think that this there's a there's a like it's the the microbes come from like like where they are Mm. like it's a location driven microbial like uh uh, population on them Mm -hmm. so the smells are different based on where they are and that's what has led to like isolated breeding populations and you know i would assume that at some at some level there's some hybridization that goes along with it like and things like that but it's cool it's like you know there's like isolated spe- like species of that lead to other subspecies or lead to like maybe like minor evolutionary changes and stuff like that and it's all cuz of these fucking like bacteria microbes instead of like it's 
like other for other reasons. It's it's like shit that people don't think about, right? Mm. It's like these little things. It's such a cool fucking tiny little world, and I thought that was rad. And it was it's coming from Junkos, smelly fucking Junkos. So do, so the Junkos, um, do they know? Is this like a chicken and egg thing? Did the did the um, sort of behavioral stuff arise simultaneously with the microbes? Did the I'm assuming the microbes are assisting in this sort of like marking territory or or like. Yeah, out yeah, these signals, that's what it right? seems like. So, okay. I mean, I mean, I'm not a fucking biologist, so I don't really know. It it, it sound to me that's what it sound, seemed like reading the article. Like there's, mm. you know, they're automatic. They're preening because that's what they do, yeah. right? They they preen. They're making sure that their oil on the feathers is there to make sure. I mean, it's got to be helping with like, you know, protection from the weather and keeping their feathers intact. Oh, and all instead of, these of other vaccinations, things, right? right? You can use those butt oils. Yeah, that's oh. exactly. Right? So for the all the anti-vaxxers out there, goes for people start, too. Start essential junka oil. Yeah. Oh, you, good. You get your banding license, so you can use mist nets and start rubbing junkos all over your fucking skin. <laughs> and, and more humane you know. cheese too. You to could start... use this as like the microbial rennet yeah, starter. Yeah, we need to for... like start the next MLM of like junko butt oil. Yeah, you know how people are sitting out there in the desert sunning their fucking assholes mm-hmm. thinking that this is like a new uh it's a new like health trend. What? Yeah, there is are like there are Gwyneth literally Paltrow people thing? laying on their backs, legs spread up in the air, <laughs> ass cheeks spread with their fucking brown eyes pointing at the sun, what? just soaking up that good vitamin Whoa, what? D. Yes, this is a real thing. You should look it up. This is like so it so what's next is that when you're done soaking up the sun in your asshole <laughs> you rub those fucking junkos I have all s- over your skin I have so many questions I have so many Heather is squeaking and laughing Sean, off mic at the I'm moment where do you where does so one go to read about this I'm pulling like it up. do I even I'm pulling it up did you just google like people tanning their buttholes. Also, if you want Here it is. a bleached butthole, just I've got one, a good one. Get so, vitiligo. Social well. media users go wild over woman butt sunning. <laughs> what? So it's really butt just sunning, one lady. Which butt she sunning. credits gives her surges of energy, better sleep, and it's boosting her creativity. I've since <laughs> seen photos on Instagram of like people holding hands and daisy chaining through these fucking butt sunning. Oh my God. Uh, Butt sunning. Megan from California encourages perineum sunning on Instagram page. Yeah, sure. Butt sunning. So we went from butt chugging to butt sunning. This is all one generation of fucking desert concert goers that are taking too much acid Dropping fucking pounds of ecstasy and putting and sunshine up their asses. Instead of thinking that they turn into a cup. Wow. I'm just this showing person, Scott This person picture. really does. They're in like happy baby pose. <laughs> Damn right. They're in happy baby pose happy with like butthole. the sun just. So, uh, wow. Where the sun don't shine. That doesn't even exist anymore for a whole class of people. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the sun does shine on my asshole. <laughs> Charming young girl, beautiful be... ass, tanning sun stock photo. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the next that's the next picture down my Google search. All right, this is the content that I feel like our <sighs> listeners have been waiting for, Sean. Thank now you. we're You're gonna welcome. expect something like this 
every time we do a banter episode. So I keep it up. I, I like dig, that I dig there's deep. A you really did. You've been bear? to the darkest corners of the internet. The anals of the internet. Wow, a sun bear is doing it. Well, that makes sense. It's a sun bear. <laughs> so it turns out that like there, there must be a chakra down there that can directly absorb universal energy. Yeah, it's the fullest shit chakra through through <laughs> the butthole. By the way, if you want, if you want a rabbit hole, I suggest Google image searching butt sunning. <laughs> <laughs> butt sunning. Oh God. Oh boy. Somehow, somehow, smelly junkos led to that. Oh man. But I like well, anytime I'm okay you talk about like anal glands, I guess it's all it it's all, all up for grabs. Yeah. One of the potential um, names of this episode was <laughs> what I was thinking of for when you put down the junko one as a uh, junko in the trunko. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, we're just going right to butt sunning now. <laughs> that's so good. Junko butt in the sunning trunko and citizen science. Um. So my piece of news is is actually it's not news. It's it's fake news. No, it's um <laughs> I also went to the New York Times and I uh as part of We see you New social, York Times. The social media. Did you bypass the paywall somehow? Stuff. Or are you just using your your five free articles for the month? I pay because Donald Trump hates the New York Times. Oh. I pay for the failing New York Times. I was going to say she means the Digital. failing New York Times. Cuz I'm not going to fucking pay for the print. Um so <laughs> uh so yeah, um this opinion writer for the New York Times who focuses on nature and birds and whatnot um, was why you should be um, counting birds. And um, this also ties in with our um, main, subject, main top yeah. topic for today. And she's talking about um, getting kids involved in birding Aww. and and like how it's important for the future of this planet. And I and I. I loved it and tweeted that out um, under our uh, Foulmouth's uh, Twitter because that is something that keeps coming up in our um, episodes and I think something that is the long-term plan, which is like, you know, the junior birder clan, is like we just need to get kids involved. Yeah. We need to get them involved really young because when you start birding at a young age or just noticing the world around you um and you know oh my gosh and uh (laughs) just just noises just no just noises sorry and getting involved in um citizen science at a young age and, and getting your kids involved or you know in kids in the community involved you're you're opening um people up to nature but also to climate change and to like what's happening around them and get them off the fucking ipad playing whatever fucking game can i interject briefly there was just a story in the news that um the average screen time including uh devices and television for children aged um 12 months to three years had increased this is self-reported had increased from like 50-ish minutes to 150-ish minutes per day for like toddlers. And and the reason is, is because, and I understand, I, I, I understand you weary, bleary-eyed, depressed parents whose kids just won't stop obsessing about like one weird thing and you just need a break because you also haven't slept and... 
also life didn't stop like when your little blessing came along to like make it worse. <laughs> um, I understand like you sometimes you just want to be able to plop them down like in front of a screen just so that you get an hour of nothing. Um, but literally you can't do it. It's you can't so bad. do it. And so people are just giving their kids like phones and iPads and stuff just like you know, do it's true. Do and this we thing and now. we do it with James with baby signing times, like once a week for once one episode. Yeah, twenty minutes at most. And we feel weird about it, but at the same time, he also. But like, he also doesn't go away. Like when he watches like just a dumb video, like yeah. a tractor video or something, mm-hmm. where he gets that like that glazed, glazed look. Yes, like one, the look. there's nothing dumb about tractor videos. Two. <laughs> He also is learning sign language. So I feel like if you're going to give a kid, you know, like screen time. Yeah. Make it. Just make it something where make they can actually learn something. Yeah. Don't anyway, let them sorry. Watch, I, I didn't mean to. Don't let them watch no. creepy videos of fucking clowns playing video games. Just don't give them a device. Weird, don't man. let them, don't <laughs> let so them have a device. For kids. Don't yeah. give your and kid the unboxing videos the kids love. I, I gotta say, I watch plant unboxing videos all the time. <laughs> Wait, plants come in boxes? Plants come in boxes when you order them. I love I love orchids and watching people buy new orchids. It's okay. fucking weird. Let's, oh let's, my God. Okay, back on track. So, yeah. So, um, so the other day, because uh, James loves watching the bird feeder, um, and uh, nature called for mama. Heather had to take a poop. Yep. <laughs> I put him in, instead of letting him on the chair, which, which he can fall back on, I put him in his high chair and just stuck him in front of the window, in front of the bird feeder. And he was so happy, just screaming squirrel and junko, even though there were no junkos. And <laughs> my favorite, which is not Buttigieg. Buttigieg? Buttigieg. Buttigieg. I don't know how to say She's it. She's still working on it. I think actually everybody's working on that one. I'm not um, voting for him, so it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Which Blue one Jay. aren't you voting That's... for? Blue, Blue Jays. <laughs> okay. No. J- J- James loves Blue Jays and squirrels and juncos. Um, but yeah, he just was, and he, this is a kid that's, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, I'm not going to be, like, but I just feel like a lot of people would be like, oh, but my kid's too young for birding, they don't understand, it's like, this kid has loved looking outside and looking at animals, I mean, kids just love looking at animals. Yeah. It's just, that's why there's fucking zoos, but why go to a, a, a zoo that's cruel to animals most of the time, especially looking at you, uh, Bridgeport there. Those guys are great. Aren't uh, they? I thought they're like educational, like rehabber zoo. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've had I've, I've had friends go there, and be like, eh, I have a hard probably. time with doll zoos. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Anyway, so there's a backyard. You don't have to do Project Feeder Watch or you know all these other things that we're going to talk about um, in the you know later on. But you can just put something out there, and kids will love it, and they'll learn. Um, I didn't know what a fucking junko was until I started birding. Like, I don't know. Five or six years ago, or whatever it is, mm. and this kid is fifteen months and knows like that a junco is a particular type of bird. Also, you don't need a backyard no. uh, for birding because um, nope. they don't care. It turns out, and um, they'll go where the food is. They, they'll go where the food is, and you can get all sorts of feeders that will attach to, to window. window sills, to windows via suction cups, and all sorts of yeah they'll contraptions. Go, they'll go anywhere the fucking food is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have so, no land. Yeah, if there are any listeners out there um, that have this experience who don't have a backyard but have figured out sort of cool ways to 
attract birds to your yardless location. We would love to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want more birds in our yards. And yes. the other thing I wanted to talk about in this getting um, kids involved is um, I've picked a selection of books. Uh, there are uh, books that teach him colors that have uh, birds in it. So there's the blue page has blue jays and blue birds, and the red page has scarlet tanager and um, cardinals. You know, there are so many bird-related children's board books out there that you can indoctrinate your children mm. as soon <laughs> as possible. Good word use. <laughs> now, Craig, who was on the show, said that they he fail, tried and failed to indoctrinate his children into birding. But I still think that there is value in teaching them young and getting them involved as much as possible. Uh, there, like, there's no doubt that if you shove it down their throats they're going to retain it at the very least. So when they're stop being in grateful pieces of shit when they're like in their 20s or 30s or 30s, they'll probably look back and remember like I I definitely was resistant to anything that anybody tried to tell me to do from early yesterday age till yeah, like yeah, till I got engaged. <laughs> and uh but I I mean now I'm birding and I remember all of the stuff that I was told. I'm starting like the more I see, the more I remember like oh yeah. I remember my uh, grandmother, I remember my dad telling me about that. So it's absolutely true. That shit sinks in, you know, even if it's in the deep, dark recesses of your mind, it's there. But what I think is the most important part of it is just getting this wider view of life. Yeah, absolutely. There is a whole ecosystem happening around you at any given time. There's a lot of shit worth fighting for out there. Mm -hmm. It's really important to to show them early the value that's there because otherwise... There's little fuckers that don't do a goddamn thing. So, which leads us to our main topic, which is <laughs> graceful segue. Mm, yeah, <laughs> little fuckers that don't do nothing. <laughs> which is making little fuckers do something. Yeah, mm. yeah, I love it. There's so, 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 so many opportunities to get involved in citizen science mm-hmm. with when it comes to birding, especially. Um, so I put the call out there for people to give us uh, topic ideas yeah. the other day, and it was mul- mul- multiple people. This is the only one that I read that anybody asked for, and it was mul- more than one person. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say how many. And I didn't do any reading, uh, so I just think you're both right about this. So, <laughs> we appreciate uh, your support. Connecticut-based birder, scientist, and lover of all things nature, Allison Black wrote us on um, Instagram about doing uh, citizen science and how important they are, uh, citizen science projects and how important they are, what they can tell us, and how people can participate in them. May be a good thing to suggest to people to get involved locally for New Year's resolutions. Wink. Um, Hint, hint. Uh, Great backyard bird count, project feeder watch, Christmas bird counts, eBird in general. And uh, that... Yeah, and and also uh, his damned birds on Instagram, which who you should follow because she writes some sick shit with her sick art. She's fucking awesome. She's so and sick, and she loves uh, orchids as well. So she's just she's rad, and she's a Heather too. She's another Heather. So many connections, and she's pencil. Isn't she Pennsylvania based? I don't know. That's she's my just that's my hook. She hits yeah. every one of us. Hmm. It's perfect. Yes. 
adults' responsibility to cultivate an appreciation of wonder in nature to the younger generations. And then yeah. I can't read the rest because the fucking Instagram was like super broken. So if you reached out to us and I didn't reach back to you on Instagram through that story, it's because Instagram kept fucking crashing every time I tried to reply. So there's Well, that. we see you. We love you. <laughs> Thank and you. And we did maybe, some fucking reading. Maybe we should we should uh, find a better avenue for a, like, you know, aggregating these comments. I did it on Instagram um, in a post, in a story, and in Twitter. Yeah. And on Facebook, so. We see you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks we'll set for up an, out. We'll set up an IRC channel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can you can hit us up there as long as there's somebody in there a... to see it in real time because otherwise it just goes into the uh, ether. Just dig out that old ham radio and mm-hmm. get uh, Morse at code. Us. You can More, just yeah. ta- tap it at us. So, tap um, I wanted to start with the Christmas bird count because Allison Black is has uh, gotten the Norwich yeah, Norwich, so, a little-known part of Connecticut. Yeah. A, a severely under-birded part of the state, the eastern yeah, I wasn't side even of the state. sure if Norwich was the way you said it. Sure. Norwich? Yeah. I don't Norwich. know. I don't know, man. It's definitely, I think it's, I'm going to say Norwich. Yeah. I'm from this fucking state. Come at us, Norwichians. Yeah, come at us. Uh, congratulations, Allison, by the way, should you be listening. We see you. Good, good fucking work. And she just got a job. At the Connecticut Audubon Society. Oh, hell yeah. And she's the invisible fourth member of this podcast now. <laughs> Apparently. So coming on the show. <clears throat> and, so tell us about Christmas bird counts, Heather. So they started like fucking forever ago. Yeah, it's 120 fucking years old. Yeah. So what? how it started was that it was like a holiday tradition for hunters to go out and, and then like fucking see yeah. how many people that... Or people. How many animals they could kill. Well, they were probably shooting people, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking yokels. And, <laughs> and then bagging them and then counting them. And, uh, and then just throwing them away. This is just a thing that humanity has done for its history. Sport hunting. Yes. Fucking dickheads. Yeah, I see you, fucking Trump brothers, yeah, killing animals. So this, you're this guy Chandler Robbins, right? That's his name. Well, he wasn't the one who started it. Um, but, but he's old as shit. He's so he was old. Close well, to being around. For he it. was when he. He's a hundred and thirty years old, but he wasn't no, part of the first hunt when he was ten. I, I just want to say that um, in beginning on Christmas Day, nineteen hundred, ornithologist Frank M. Chapman was was who proposed the Christmas bird census. That name is fucking boring as shit. So they said Christmas bird count, and that's how it started. He was like, Census of is killing... boring. Counting is fun. <laughs> Instead of killing a bunch of animals, <laughs> let's count birds. And people were like, fuck, yes, we should. Someone so... was like, we got we to gotta get like their permanent address and whether they're citizens on that. <laughs> <laughs> and someone so... else was like, let's just call it a count so we don't have to do the paperwork. So <laughs> so there's a video, and I will link to it on the show notes, of um, Chan Robbins, who um, RIP died a couple years ago. But it was this beautiful video of this birder who has worked for the Audubon, like, what, 60-plus years? He's, like, 94 years old in this video. He has the oldest, most beat-up cans I've ever seen. She means binoculars. <laughs> eye cans. And he... <laughs> Hashtag eye cans. Not boobs. He is the purest fucking thing I've ever seen. He's exactly who I oh expect to be in my 90s. Like, he... mid-conversation, just drifts yeah. off to watch birds flying over. He's like, oh, sorry, a black vulture. Oh, my God. And then, at one point, he's like, they have a video of him, like, 
birding with his daughter and he stops her and he can hear a fish crow. Yeah, mid-sentence just cuts her off. And I just, like, <laughs> as a mom, seeing, like, this old man bird with his daughter who's, like, you know. Yeah, in her... yeah, yeah, shut up, honey. <laughs> just listen to the birds no. for a second. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I started crying. That's oh, too real. Really <laughs> it's too cute. Uh, this is like the OG Citizen Science Project. Mm-hmm. This is the first, the oldest citizen science project for the oldest animal counting, the oldest animal census. Like this fucking beat everybody to the punch. Hmm. That's why it's super important that it carries on the tradition. You don't need to be an expert. Mm-hmm. Just get in touch. Look up Christmas bird counts in your area and get in touch with somebody and they'll pair you up with an expert, somebody that knows what they're looking at. You just need to count. And then there's like a fucking hangout at the end and food and like everybody gets together, talks about what they saw. Maybe you'll get a rarity. Hmm. Like just. And it runs from December 14th to January 5th every year. Yeah, it's lo- it's nice and long. And they're always looking for people. People always need to be involved in this shit because the, the guys that are coordinating can't do it themselves. The compilers need more people. We cannot stress enough. Just fucking get involved. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, Matt Bell is going to do another 15 this year, like he did last year. He did 15. I think he only did eight, but that's like from Portland, Maine to Connecticut. The kid drove all over New England doing Christmas bird counts because they fucking need people that bad. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, 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 it's, an, it's a really important census. This wow. Is, the, the, the winter birds show how really how healthy our populations are. And that data is than, used by yeah. government agencies and other, and it's other free. things. It's yeah. free. The deep state. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uses that information. Yeah. Well, you know, this is also like I, I just feel um, like this idea of citizen science is literally how everything happened before the government started doing anything. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, which was, was sort of like a 20th century phenomenon. It was I like, think... you know, the creation of, of all of these sort of resources and uh, parks and stuff like that. And yeah. it was these were motivated by people who saw a need and and filled it themselves you know through volunteer action fuck yeah and um i feel like especially these days when the government is cutting programs and basically doing everything it can to turn us into a sort of pre-20th century civilization yeah feudalism uh, yeah feudalism, <laughs> <Where wow>. have, <laughs> yeah feudalism neo-feudalists oh, um that, you know, this is one way that we can start to make up for cuts to environmental protections and things like that. We can supply uh, really useful um, data uh, that will hopefully help us make meaningful change uh, in the future when a regime change has yeah. taken place. Revolution. Um, so there's it's really this one's a really easy one to get involved in. Yeah. Yeah. And so. When the Christmas bird count ends, it's like, you know, like like Heather said, it runs uh, till January 5th. You get a little time off, and then the Great Backyard Bird Count happens. So tell us about the Great Backyard Bird Count. This one's more like a big day, big yeah. sit, sort of like, uh, and a, or a little bit more, a little bit like the Christmas bird count. But honestly, all you have to do, mm. it takes 15 minutes. You mm-hmm. count for 15 minutes. Yep. From where? From your house. Yeah. Like, the comfort of instant. This is why this one's better. You can sit on your fucking ass. Uh-huh. You can you can you can Stuff sun in your, your face perineum. With Doritos and, eat, yeah. and fruit cake. Eat whatever you want. Well, you have to pay. Well, hold. We'll get there. We'll get there. 
You count you gotta birds. Got to sell it first, Heather. That's count hard. birds from your backyard. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is look out your window and count them, and then mm-hmm. submit. Yep. It's super easy. It's it's fantastic. And for only eighteen ninety five plus shipping and handling, we can make this possible for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. And this one compiles data really quickly, and it's like right in the worst part of the year. Uh, deep part of the winter. Um, and there is another one that does cost you money. Hmm. Oh, a pro- project Project Feeder Watch is eighteen eighteen bucks, yeah. right? But you get a kit. It sends you. They send you all sorts of shit. ID chart, calendar. Oh, you were talking about the Great Backyard. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I got confused because they they're both all, sound very similar. They're yes. all reliant on counting winter birds, but. The beauty is that everything is spaced out and you get a good, you know, a good time range is covered from December all the way into March when shit starts leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, for Project Feeder Watch is rad. Anyone can do it. You sign up and they're going to send you a packet. Like Scott was saying, they, it gives you an ID chart and a calendar of sort of when things should be showing up, mm-hmm. when things should be leaving, like that's what cool. you're seeing and when. Yep. And that's great. You can do it with your fucking kids. You can do it with whoever you want. You could it could just be you if you're if you're alone, like like your you polyamorous know. partner. Yeah, whatever you want to do here. That creepy old man down the street. Anybody that wants have to have him be over involved, to your house. Bring him over. You guys can learn about birds. It's eighteen bucks a year. You. It, I'm sure fantastic. they're using that money wisely. And they are. Yeah. No, it all goes back to to research. Like this, it all goes to compiling it's, the data. They're paying for <laughs> everything that goes into it for the birds it's all for the fucking birds do do all of this shit Mm -hmm. um and the other one i found that i didn't know about i heard heard of the other ones was the celebrate urban birds i've never heard of this one cubs Mm. which is i had i had to just read it because it was it was a good synopsis a citizen science project focused on better understanding of the value of green spaces for birds this project connects people of all ages and backgrounds to birds and the natural world through the arts and fun neighborhood activities. We offer mini grants, youth development opportunities, seasonal challenges, and more. And they have a, they also have a downloadable kit. Um, they also have um, a, a sort of kit like the uh, the backyard bird count that has a they have a bilingual version as well. Oh, that's and fantastic! And so there's like yeah, there's it's it's very kid focused, um, but it doesn't have to be. But I it looks great. It looks like something that I'll do with James in the future. Yeah. Um and yeah, it seems like they they really go out into the community and, and their um their focus is more like urban areas, so it doesn't have to be urban areas and uh, a lot of places with people of color. They're really trying to reach out. That's fantastic. There. So. There's not enough parks. There's like, there's all these, fu- like, New Haven we can use as a really good example. There are fucking derelict buildings everywhere, and the city leaves them sitting there when they can just knock them fucking down and build a goddamn park. Put up a park, the animals will come back, you grow some fucking food, and you could teach people how to fucking, like, be good humans, like, in the best way possible. Like, Get them involved in the neighborhoods that they are really proud of. Like, you know, like I'm super psyched on my new neighborhood. I was super psyched on my old neighborhood. Like, and I always like I always pick up trash, you know, and stuff like that around. And if you give people something to like be proud of, it's going to they're going to give back. Like, but the cities are too fucking lazy about it. This is the kind of program that's really important. 
This kind of thing gets parks built, gets parks maintained, gets people out there doing it themselves. Like, you know, planting like rogue fucking go plant some fucking trees that the city doesn't know about. Hmm. Like bring the birds in. Like this is fantastic. Fantastic shit. Absolutely. I support some fucking gorilla park building 100%. Hmm. And it sounds like this is the kind of program that's going to foster that kind of like mentality in kids too. Yep. All for the revolution, man. And then the other citizen science stuff that I feel like we would be remiss without talking about is eBird, which we've we've covered before. Yeah. Um, But that's an easy one. That's the one I participate in the most. Yeah, I think most people that would listen to this participate in that the most. Hmm. Um, There's also local bird atlases. And that, yeah, I was just going to say, if you're in a place that's doing a winter bird atlas, everything we just talked about is all part of the atlasing. Like, you can take part in atlasing while you're doing all of this other stuff. And the, the bird atlases, like Craig said in the past, you know, they're taking these massive swaths of census like census information it's absolutely incredibly important to understand what's here what's not here anymore what time things are showing up now we're, re- we're getting a really really good running look at how fucked up the world is and how much worse it's getting day by day yeah i think there's also another new york sean's just trying not, to keep it light everybody not that we're so not that we're like only reading the new york times it just seems that the new york times is Actually, following bird, <laughs> trying to stay relevant. Yeah, following uh, bird news uh, pretty well. Uh, they, there was also another article um, focused on the the bird counts and how important they are um, to the climate change efforts and how fucked we are. Which is very, we are very fucked. When the fucking world is full of assholes sunning <laughs> their assholes. I was like, please say you're sunning, please. This is what we should really be worried about. Birds. Yeah. Vaccinate your fucking children. Oh, my God. Stop rubbing Junkos on your fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) Stop shoving sunshine up your asshole. The face isn't where they're rubbing them, Sean. Oh, God. I don't want to know where they're rubbing this shit. Just stop being fucking idiots. Look around you and fucking do something. Bird, for fuck's sake. So I have a a couple thoughts. Um, Just things that I think make the experience of citizen science a little bit more fun. So obviously apps um, help in aggregating um, data, which is really useful. Another app that I'll throw out there is iNaturalist, Fuck um, yeah. which is mm. which is really cool because it's not just, it's everything, uh, plants, animals, whatever you find. And iNaturalist the coolest is feature, amazing. The coolest feature of it is um, when you take a picture of something, um, it will give you suggested IDs, and the suggested IDs are really pretty good. Yeah, they are. Oh, and then so good that when we did the episode with Aubrey, that I was like trying to find uh, native plants within foul mouth photos uh, tags. That you know, basically, if you're on Instagram, you're a bird photographer. If you uh, hashtag foul mouth photos. We can use those photos to promote the show and on, on our website, and we really appreciate it. And promote your accounts. And promote your accounts. To our seven We listeners. always credit to you. Credit you. Um, I was trying to look for um, native species within other people's bird photos, which was really hard, actually. And I used iNaturalist, and it was completely correct. And I even added ungardening to see if it was correct. And she said yes. So, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to, to do it from, like, this 
look like just like a bunch of fucking leaves. Yeah. There's another podcast that I listen to. There's another one. It's oh. called Crime Pays, but Botany doesn't. He's another really loud, foul-mouthed botanist from Chicago. He's fucking rad. Uh, but he also is a strong proponent of iNaturalist. Mm. Uh, it, it, as he's a botanist, and he, he is like saying the more you feed in, yeah. the more people know that this shit's there. Yep. So just like with Ebert, Scott is exactly, fucking yeah. dead on. This yeah. is the kind of data you want to be giving out. Absolutely. Right. Not your fucking screen time or your your how you know you, how long you sleep and how much you fart during the day or whatever the fuck your <laughs> iPhone is tracking and listening to you at all times. Does it track farts now? Yeah, I think okay. so. This must be the new iPhone 11 like Shit. hot feature. I fart. It can assist you in sunning your butthole and also track <laughs> your farts. Um, and then the, the last thing was, um, especially for kids, uh, another way I think to get them involved in a, in a healthy way is through um, journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, so get like a really nice notebook or just a not really nice notebook, just something that they can have. It's theirs. Um, and they can organize it the way they want and they can keep count of the species that they encounter. They can draw. They can, they you know, allow them the freedom to sort of, um, I don't want to use the word gamify, but, you know, when we first started using um, sort of bird tracking stuff and data aggregation apps and things we we commented about how it was sort of like pokemon go where you would go out and you would collect you know and it's like oh i saw this rarity and then you like enter it into your book and stuff and um there's something really satisfying about having uh this like a physical object i think that that is a, a a lasting sort of memory of you know of your interaction with the world around you um and if I had any time at all, I would totally, that would be my method of choice. I still keep a notebook that I just, you know, write counts down in. But um, I, I think especially for for younger people, it's a way to also, well, first of all, you learn more when you write it down with your hand than when you type it. Absolutely. Um, and it allows you a certain um, creative sort of exploration that just typing into a device, especially you don't want kids running around with devices like take, don't let your kids have iPhones, give them, you know, pencils and pens and notebooks and like teach them agency. Yeah. Give them the opportunity to sort of also do things their own way and not exist within the confines of like whatever app is also like tracking their location. And we've been looking forward to doing the journal, the nature journal with, with James before he was even conceived. Like like, is too, too young. Yeah. No, no, I, no, I think he can fucking wield a fucking pen. Yeah. Well, Jun- on that it note, just says guys, junko, 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 junko. <laughs> yeah, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. I gotta go, guys. I got a podiatrist appointment. That's so sexy. <laughs> oh, feet, feet. Are I have gross. to go tan my butthole. <laughs> Sean, what are you gonna do? Well, I'm gonna just take pictures of you tanning your butthole. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Well, that's it from the Foul Mouse crew. Thanks for tuning in this time. Uh, next time, there will be something completely different. It's a super big surprise. Uh, I can't wait to tell you about it. There are gonna be some giveaways coming up. <gasps> yep. Uh, this is a surprise to Sean. His eyes just lit up. He's like, what? Can I win? You can't. Um, but also, you're not required to pay into the giveaway, so that's a plus. Uh, we'll also start a GoFundMe for Sean's binoculars. Yep. Uh, and uh, anything else? Anything uh, else? Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, wherever the fuck you want to follow us. It's and awesome. Our new, uh, keep an eye out for our new IRC channel. Yep. And write a fucking review, please. Yes, Jesus 
fucking Christ. How hard is it to write a goddamn review? At Fuck. least two at least two people wrote one last time and it was really nice actually. Keegan yeah, did. See yeah, you, Keegan. Keegan. Thanks, bud. Keegan is like this young birder and he uses bigger words than we usually do. Yo, yeah. Keegan, slow down. Some You're going to surpass my fucking life list. That's some all sick I art say. too. Like just throwing that out there. All right, I got to go. All right, goodbye everybody. Bye guys. Bye.